0: Yeah, yeah, you ready to get it in? Yeah, yeah. Man. it's the first of se- season two. Word. Ready? I got, I got.
1: Happy New Year! I got Year.
0: butterflies. I'm feeling it. <laughs> all
1: right,
0: all right, ready. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> three, two, one.
1: You know we could just say three, two, one, two, right?
0: Oh yeah, on the record. Yeah. You mean and just started from there? Yeah, but this is fun. Like synchronizing.
2: <laughs> this is fun, man. I like synchronizing. I like, <laughs> like my shit coming in like a dance move, like a. <laughs> <laughs> I can dance team out this motherfucker
1: 5, 6, 7, 8 To the left <laughs>
0: What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back for another season of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Yeah. Season two is in full effect. Yes. And you know it cannot go down without my partners in crime. I got to my left, Miss Perfect Touch. Huh, that's me. What's good? Ayo, niche, What up? 2018. 2018.
1: It's looking real good.
0: We yeah, do man. that from
1: 2017 though. Know? You know what I'm saying? How was your New Year? Yo, it was great, man. It was, it was honestly, it was fire. I won't even lie. I had a lot he of. You was out.
2: Yeah. He was out rocking.
1: Um, I DJed earlier, um, at this museum real quick. At C Mom, shout out to them. And then um, I came home and just brought it in with friends and family.
0: I haven't done that. That's in the while. way to do it. Yeah. The girls screamed like I'm Keith. And you know, 2018 cannot start without the brother to my right, my partner in crime, my
2: homeboy Keith. What's going on, bro? What in the world is good, man? What's going on out there? I'm chilling.
0: 2018, brother. That, What's going on? Happy New Year. That's yeah, happy that New Year I to you right
2: too, there, man. Ah, oh, man, I, I appreciate that. You know, 2018 starting off real right. You know what I'm saying? It was good. The, the New Year's, we kept it low key. We went to uh, my wife's homegirl's house. We was over there chilling, and uh, it was all good. We brought in the New Year at this restaurant around the way called Maison Harlem cool little french spot we had some free champagne that type of shit that give you a headache so you know rang in the new year <laughs> it should be should be giving you a, it tastes like ginger it tastes like cause light a little bit but you know type of shit you drink, you drink with a champagne strong? out of plastic bottles bro <laughs> yeah man it's that cheap shit man it tastes like cause light but it's extra instagrammable so we had a good night you know what I'm saying? first new That's year married
0: yeah, yeah. How's the marriage going, bro? How's that? How's that looking? How many months are we in now? Gotta be like three months
2: in uh, Let me see. I should notice off the, the back of my hand or whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, so this is just about exactly three months. It's about like three months and one, about three months and one week.
0: Bro, you might want to edit that part out though, like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> just so sure you know what I'm the saying way, right away. Three, three months. months and one week, <laughs> Yo, counting the days. But wait, though, Keith, when uh, Play was
1: like, Yo, what's good? You know, what I'm saying, how you been? You was like 2018, looking real, right? You sound like you just got out, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's looking
2: nah, real, right? But we- we'll
0: Keith. Keep- <laughs> Keeping on the gym shit heavy, like, it took me, today was the first day I woke up and really got back on my uh, working out shit, I had to do it, like, 6 a.m. in the crib, but I seen keeping on the, like, I'm trying to, like, had a conference call, talk about some topics, He like, yeah, I'm on my way to the gym, bro, you got to hit me
2: later, (laughs) (laughs) hit me tomorrow. Well, that's why why I be telling y'all, schedule everything with me, I even tell my wife to schedule shit with me, because I just be, I like to keep myself on a schedule, you know what I'm saying, just so I could get stuff done. Yeah,
0: That's how you got to do it. Nisha on the gym shit too I'm talking home oh, for yeah. the weekend You already know <laughs> She She dropping it like Yo you know what I mean I, I, I forgot We was talking about music But she just She threw it in there About getting in the gym And getting right About three times I'm like damn She trying to tell me something <laughs> 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 guess, guess I gotta get back in there Shit yeah, <laughs> She got something planned you,
1: de- you definitely got to Yo Keith What's so dope to me too With you is that um, It was cool to be around From transitioning From like your wife Like your fiance Turning into your, your wife Like so your talk is a little different now, you know what I mean? Like, you say, yeah, my wife, you know
2: what I mean? Like, fire, bro. Nah, it's definitely weird. Thank you, thank you. It's definitely di- uh, different fixing your mouth to say certain shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what it is, like, even if it goes from being uh, a chick I'm seeing to being my girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big thing. And then you say, it's from my girl to being my fiance, But that don't last that long. it lasts about a year or so, depending on who you are, I guess. Some people could last, like, <laughs> 10 years calling somebody their fiancé. But, um... And then, Wait, like, that... now... But now, until... Until I die, pretty much, I, I call her my wife, so...
1: That's not... That's fire. Nah, what I was gonna ask both of y'all is, like... Does the whole engagement... Does that have an expiration date?
2: Nah, not at all. You could, you could be engaged for... I know people who've been engaged for like seven years and shit like that. You could do it as long as you want, whatever your your culture dictates or whatever y'all two dictate, really.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just feel like we put so much pressure on shit like numbers. You know what I mean? Like, yo, if I'm not married by thirty and a kid by thirty-one, and you know what I'm saying? There's so much stuff like.
0: It's hard. I can't do that in, like, currently. I think I did that a lot when I was maybe 18, 19, early 20s. I'm like, yeah, by the time 30 hits, you know what I mean? Kanye had the uh, the lyric, you don't want to be broken, I'm 31, and all that. So, um, <laughs> it, yeah, but you kind of realize that everyone finds their own path. Everyone has their own. It'd be pretty boring if everything was like a checkpoint, like married by 28, like, you know what I mean, like your sister was, and then have this amount of money by, by 35, like your brother does. Everybody has their own... Uh, their own path they take and, and and that I think that's honestly only could be used really to be uh to hold people back and really, you know what I mean, do stuff that's gonna hold them down. Yeah, hey, that's
1: how people get so stressed out too, like, you know, because they feel they're supposed to be somewhere, like that picture that they envisioned in their mind, if they're not there, you know what I'm saying, they start to crumble a little bit.
2: Well yes, yeah, that that societal pressure that goes behind like the body image stuff and People wanting to have so much money and dudes holding money to their face on Instagram, even though they don't really got no job or no no business or income coming in, they still gotta feel the they feel the need to still stunt or whatever. When it's all right. you could just be who you really are. You just you a nigga with fancy jeans that take the bus. You know what I'm saying? So
0: so y'all been keeping up with um, any news? I mean, it's a new year. I know Keith, you you stay informed. Nish, you stay informed. Y'all been keeping up with uh, any political news? Your man Trump making noise
1: yeah that's where we start here because this cat
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know man well, Let's what, talk what about could it. you say right yeah like well, it, well today is today the day that we're recording this not the day y'all be hearing this but they are recording this it is Martin Luther King's uh birthday so happy King day. We, uh, King day you know what I mean and um it's it's kind of a I guess a beautiful time in our country right now to have have that be the backdrop as to what's going on in terms of uh the divisiveness that you see you know in our political uh structure that we have out here and you think about dr king's dream compared to what we got going on it's like damn same shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean 60 70 80 years later so facts. um and even your man lebron james had some um he had some comments i'm gonna get to that in a little bit before we even go there we got to start with your man, Trump. He was talking about immigration. This was a closed-door meeting, right, if I'm not mi- mistaken, Keith? Yeah, it was like a closed-door no meeting. It was a
2: closed-door meeting last week. Uh, the Republican the Repo- Republican senators, Democratic senators, and the president sat down to discuss DACA, the, the DACA program, and what they're going to do with it as far as le- legislatively. And okay. if you're not familiar with DACA, it's basically those kids. Uh, well, it's not just kids. Some of them are grown-ups now, but... Their parents were um, illegal immigrants, and they brought the kids along. So it's kind of the kids couldn't do anything, but the kids are still illegal here. But anyway, they were there to discuss that, and they were on camera for something, somewhere like about an hour. And then after the cameras came off, you know, they were just, there was a shooting the shit trying to get some deals done. And then he was like, man, why do we keep having people from, from these shithole countries, countries like Haiti or them African countries? Why are we bringing them? How come we can't bring more people from Norway? And we know what that means. You know my what I'm saying? Said,
0: so my man said Norway. Norway, kid. Uh, you know,
2: he made sure he picked the whitest, the, just in case you're confused. He didn't even say Spain. <laughs> he didn't even say Spain or, the, or or the boot of Italy, kid. He said Norway. He making sure there ain't no kind so of where, olive skins in there. Where they
0: got the most uh most population of blonde hair and blue eyed people? Yeah, man. <laughs> Norway. He made That's sure, Spain. just in case there's any confusing. But but then when when asked about it cuz 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 one of the um well a few of the the people that were in that meeting came out and told that to the media his comments so um when confronted about it trump actually denied that right and he still is yeah, to this day i think in the media yeah
1: and that's the Denying that he made those comments if we if we had that clip i think like you know what i'm saying i i think he might have like it would have been close for impeachment anyway like b- yeah. because people get fired all day like i was uh, listening to somebody um was talking about it like when you do something wrong at your job, what happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, you get a write up or a warning, and then, you know what I mean? Eventually, you're gonna get fucking fired. Like, why? Like, this cat does so much foul shit. The way yeah, he
0: man, says Yeah, man, you know, even him, I'll be honest, I feel like even if the tape dropped, though, the media will make an uproar about it. But he talked about grabbing a woman by the pussy. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna make an uproar about it, and then they just gonna move on. It's like, it, 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 I don't want to say he's Teflon, but I just feel like even even the people making the biggest deals about it, it's like, what what are y'all going to do with it? What's going to happen? when it, You know what it is. You know what I mean? This isn't a surprise. It ain't like you, you drop a tape like this and it'd be like, oh, I learned something new about Donald Trump I didn't know before. But it's just like, I I, know, I, I feel your frustration though, niche. I know what you're saying.
2: Yeah, it reminds me, I think Trump did this thing that I remember D-Ray D-Ray Davis did in one of his stand-up acts where he was like, yo, a lot of dudes get caught because they've been good and they follow a routine every day. Then one day they switch their routine up, trying to to creep off of some other chick and they get caught. He said, what you need to do is just keep your lady on your feet and just do random shit all the time. So she never really could nail down exactly how you roll. So like, if you do do something wrong, she can't tell. And that's pretty much what Trump did. Like, he does wild shit every day. So there's no one particular day you could be like, wow, that was way out there. Because now it's almost like people are becoming numb to the shit. So exactly. like the racist shit, like this ain't the first racist shit he said. Word. And what he and, I, and the truth is the people who really got love for him, they love that racist shit. Like they say, like what Trump said was light work. You know what I'm saying? That the, While we getting the shithole yeah. shit, you can only imagine... Yep what what people in in quote-unquote the hotland of the country is saying
0: right what do you mean i heard i heard a dude on my job he didn't know i was i could hear him but he was like yeah he's like he's like that country's our shitholes why would you want them to come here and do that and you could tell his man next to him was like a little uncomfortable <laughs> but he was he was just like yeah yeah all right you know like trying to change the subject but it was like that's yo people feel like that in new york city in upstate New York, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in New Jersey, in Pennsylvania, in, in Maryland. So it's just like, <clears throat> we think that's the heartland of America. We think that's the Bible Belt, but it's right next door. Yeah, man. But what I, my thing, right, and I, um, what, what my thing with Trump is he has this... And I don't respect it, but I think I've just been around it so much in life that I've kind of got used to it. And it's called it's like being New York City asshole, so to speak. <laughs> it, it, and it's kind of I think the best example of it is uh with the wall talking about we gonna build a wall, but they gonna pay for it. That's like on some I want to spend Reds money in in Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like Deebo's. is I want to. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how niggas are. And, and there's people like that in real life. We we've yeah. we've grown up around people like that. But my whole thing is to keep it G done. You know what I'm saying? When it comes, when 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 the when the heat comes, don't be have that same energy. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Don't be nervous now. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Like, I'd respect
2: you more if you'd been like, yeah, I said it. Hey, you know what I mean? But
1: admit to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Come exactly.
2: clean Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, I know I'm I'm about to quote another comedian. And you know, and the funny thing is, Trump just reminds me of a comedian. Cause I ain't gonna front, man. That African comment, I'm like, yo, that sounds exactly like some deaf comedy jam shit. He was like. He said some shit like, what was the African comment." The Afri- He said, "Um, people from Africa going to come to this country. You think, you think after seeing how fine the United States is, they go- they're gonna want to go back to their huts?" Wow. Yeah, man, this dude is wild. Wow. But it reminded me when Eddie Murphy had that joke about um Italian dudes going That's to see crazy. Rocky and they're just feeling themselves. I don't know if y'all ever seen. Um, I think it was in Delirious. When you yeah. the Italian dude go to Rocky he all pumped up and shit, and he'd be like, Yo, I'm gonna have some juju beans, I'm gonna have the you know, the bite sized this and that and uh, large popcorn and this moolie over here is paying for it. That's what that Mexican shit reminded me of. Oh, you just see Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just see Rocky, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: nah, but it, that's what it yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It's like uh like the like the the it's really the, the, the niggas that's hurting people on the block, but he's using a different kind of muscle. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, that's what it is right now. And But it's good that we got people like um, LeBron James at least not afraid to speak up with him. And even – I'll even say this. Le, I mean, I like LeBron um, as an athlete, but I think I like him more so as to what he, he stands for off the court. And – with Trump, it's kind of coming to the the feeling. I'll, I'll be. I'll admit this that he kind of wants Trump's attention. I feel like he wants Trump to comment on him, and get to like a back and forth because this isn't the first time he's a uh, he's got at Trump. But um, the first time I think he called him a bum. <laughs> uh, after the the Steph Curry uh or the he said he didn't want the Warriors to come to the uh hey. to the White House or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something So, with, uh, so it,
1: we're dealing with uh, what's his name Curry saying like, yo, this yeah, is what he Steph actually Cur- said. Yeah, he was sticking up for him pretty much.
0: But. Today he um he was well, cuz there's a lot of basketball games playing on Dr. Martin Luther King's Day so you know media attention's big and everything like that and uh, LeBron's quote was uh, for us to stand here even though we're trying to be divided right now by somebody today is a great day for people to realize how America was built and how we have to stand united in order to become one especially as Americans because we believe we all know and we all believe this is the greatest country in the world. And obviously he was referring to Trump when he when he said that somebody is trying to divide us um, or be divided by somebody. And um, I respect that, though, because because there's a lot of people that have the opportunity to talk about Trump and just don't. Yeah. Like uh, people thought people thought Kendrick was going to do something at the um, national championship game for the for the NCAA uh, football. He performed at halftime and Trump was supposedly in attendance at the game. Um, and nothing against Kendrick. I don't blame Kendrick for not saying nothing. I mean, if there's nothing to be said, then then I'd rather you not say anything at all. Just instead of saying something ignorant, but, um, people thought he was going to come out and say something. A lot of people have opportunities. Um, has, like, I remember, um, even when Oprah had the golden globes, um, there was a lot of talk the next day about her possibly wanting to run for president. And then Trump kind of like got ahead of it. and was like, yeah, I'd, I'd run with her. I think we'd win. I'm like, sure. I want to run with you fam. Like, where did, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, <laughs> I think we'd win. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's, oh, he, you mean he's with, with like,
2: Oprah as his running mate? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. said that like in 2015 ish. I think it was just like an interview, like hey, like for funsies, they're like, what, well, what if you and Oprah ran? You're like, yeah, me and her run. We, you know, we wipe, wipe the board or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I think I, I believe, and I could be
0: wrong, but I think he brought it back up. Well, it was brought back up again after her Golden Globe speech. Okay, I don't know if you guys had the chance to check to check it out, but it was a, it was a pretty powerful speech. Um I dealt a lot with the Me Too movement and her uh influences of seeing Sydney Portier win that same award that she won, um, you know, many years ago. Um school speech. But um yeah, even so though, I felt I felt like he was being condescending, like by saying, Yeah, we 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 probably would win. Like I don't think they I don't think they meant for y'all to run together. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Why like, would you wanna run with see, you? See, that's
1: but that, <laughs> you, one of my things with Trump is that like he like Him as our president makes the country like makes our country look weak, fam. Like you know what I mean? It look like we're not all in unison and da da da. -da. Like there's so much division amongst this country. is it's fucking crazy. So you know what I mean? Like when you have other countries, because we've always been that country. You know what I'm saying? Like at the top. So when they see like you know division and all that, like I don't know. I just it's gonna be some shit other countries it feels
0: country. like t- it feels like the time to the time to make some noise yeah, when you see people i'm
1: telling you yeah, people. I
0: know, I know you they've mean. been
1: doing little shit here and there like when we had that 9-11 shit i mean i don't know i just look at it like yo like shit is funny like or you know he does like crazy shit here and there but there's so much other stuff that's being covered up or being overlooked you know what i mean like he, he's shit is crazy no
0: and, and and you gotta you gotta point this shit out because how your man um was Steve Bannon came out with some quotes. And then the next thing you know, homeboys, he, he's leaving his job. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I can't work here no more because of the backlash that comes from it. Like, it, it's, he's literally like destroying his enemies. You know what I'm saying? That's like, crazy. Kathy Griffin, like, she looked like she was about to kill herself after after that picture came out and she got the backlash from her holding Trump's head, which I didn't think was a smart picture for her to take anyway. Oh, could just imagine. Happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh. The, she lost her job at, uh... CNN, she, was, she used to do the, the New Year's, whatever. She, she, had a, she had a crazy backlash that came from that. But it, it was more so alone the line. She felt like she seemed like she was just scared for, for just ever working again or ever just walking around. So who knows a phone call she was getting in the middle of the night and what was going on, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know,
1: I never knew You've that. seen it before. I never, like, I never Remember? knew that story. I just knew she faded, like, kind of quick.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, yeah, nah, he's he disappearing his enemies on the low. Like look, But, I mean, that's not uncommon because um, – I don't know if y'all remember when George Bush was the president. Remember and I, I I'm not familiar with their music or nothing like that, but I knew I used to hear their name all the time. Remember the Dixie Chicks? It was like a, a country yeah. western band or something the, like it that. It was two sisters, right? Remember, I think three. I think it was three of them and they made some comment about George Bush and the war they and did. I swear you have never heard from them girls no. ever again. Like That's like true. they disappeared off the face of the planet. They was like the I, I like I never I don't I not listen to country, but I you know when a country act is big, you always hear their name. You know what I'm saying? I always heard them girls' names. I was like, they made that comment about Bush, and it was gone.
2: It was done. Well, I mean, to be fair though, man, that's George W. Bush. You know what I'm saying? And they they're country singers. So George W. Bush it was a a a, te- a Texan. He has that Texan, accent. Yeah. He was a like America's pres he was the 9-11 president. So Dixie Chicks ain't have no chance. Imagine if, imagine if like I don't know, fucking Chingy put out a diss record for Obama, it would be a rap immediately. Well, it was a rap for Chingy. But another, a good, better example, <laughs> if Nelly, if Nelly put out a, a a diss track about or said some crazy shit at the Saucer Awards about Barack Obama, it would have been a rap for Nelly, kid, immediately. So, you kind of have to know your audience there.
0: You do, but, but also the freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should work both ways. You know what I'm saying? It should work when you want to speak out about injustice and maybe you just might have a difference of opinion with the person in charge you know what i'm saying but i i I mean there's what could we do about that you know what i'm saying it's it's like it's on the dixie chicks it's on nelly it's on whoever wants to make that take that colin kaepernick look at you know what i'm saying it's on whoever's willing to really take that risk yeah you know you could you could potentially lose it all
1: yeah you could definitely lose it all so like if that was y'all and y'all was in that position like would you be prepared to lose it all
0: it would have it would have to be something more egregious than what i've seen already happen like for, for, for instance like him calling them country uh shit hole countries is very offensive i mean I'm, I'm the child of immigrants you know what i'm saying so i'm sure he would look at my parents country and say the same thing so i can get upset about it but i don't let things like that get me upset and i wouldn't let that something like that disturb the back, but if it was something egregious enough and I'm just like, I can't shut up about this, I can't be quiet about this, I got a, I got a podcast, I got a platform, I got to use it, no, then then yeah, you have to, because you got to look at yourself in the mirror, you know what I mean?
2: I mean, to be fair, yeah, though, um, to be fair, depending on... I'm what, also not getting paid. Exactly, <laughs> depends on what you're getting paid, because you see um Bomani Jones, he stayed quiet real fast. You ain't never see him wear another goofy t-shirt yeah. after that Caucasians joint. Bo- Bomani Jones... Is a um, a, a ESPN commentator, and uh, he's an African American on CNN, and he has like a podcast and a show and all that type of stuff. And one, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like we do our
0: own thing; we're independent, so we would only be hurting ourselves in the long run. But let's say we got picked up, this podcast got picked up by Revolt or Title or something like that, and now someone's paying us. So obviously, you got to play by their rules. But if I had you know laissez-faire or, or just total carte blanche over what i wanted to do then yeah, i i, I, I just, i'd step out obviously like we did J- jamelle hill we sat there and had debates about Jamel hill and whether she should have said the thing she said or not and you know what i mean like they, it's along the same lines of what keeps bringing up with the bomani thing it's like don't mess that bag up <laughs> don't mess it up or or be sure if you do want to mess it up you know what i mean that you know the risk um but it's a risk. It's a risk you take. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. It, it definitely is a risk you take. You know. That's just like you know, even the um, with the whole shit, <laughs> the risk that uh H and M took putting that shit on there with oh. that boy, man. How
0: did how did that slip I, through the cracks? Can you can you break that down <laughs> for the people,
1: man? Cause I yeah,
0: I need a little. Before sip we of my even water. do that, can we just can we just make a list of, of uh companies that I think the three of us should just go visit and have Black Day yeah <laughs> <Just to laughs> point, it, it'll be h&m pepsi <laughs> shea, shea butter it was it shea shea, shea, moisture shea moisture or whatever <laughs> i don't uh, know I'm there's just, a couple of them out there i'm
1: just hoping um doritos don't do nothing foul like you
0: know what i mean i'll <laughs> be crazy yeah. trying to boycott doritos <laughs> yeah i can't i
1: can't stop eating doritos,
0: man. no for real yo, yo So i think so when y'all have a marketing campaign and y'all like all right we want to target this holler at us Have us come through and be like i don't know maybe maybe you shouldn't do that maybe
1: but see this is (laughs) maybe we should go back
0: to the drawing board
1: but this is where like you know it got kind of real to me was where there was a lot of like it happened you know what i'm saying but there was a lot of talks of like who to point the finger at like is within h and m is it h and m's fault with their marketing or whoever didn't oversee it is it the kids parents for allowing that shit to happen you know what i mean because some people were trying to blame the kids parents
2: well, the mom, the mom made a statement. She said, "And I quote: I wouldn't see such a connection to anything other than my son modeling a shirt." She just feels that he he was modeling; he was well, doing a job. Let's
0: give, give him the background information because the people in the audience might not be familiar with exactly where we're going out. There's a um, it's an online uh store, H and M online, H and M whatever they're they overseas um dot com and. There's a hoodie on there. It's like a new line, you know what I mean, that they got coming out. It looks like a a jungle little line that they got coming out for the kids or whatever. And um, part of that line, there's a white model, young model. He's wearing an orange uh, hoodie. I believe it says, like, jungle survival expert, something along those lines. You know, nothing condescending, nothing insulting. Um, And then if you switch on the green sweatshirt, it's a a black kid wearing it. And the hoodie says, uh, coolest monkey in the jungle. Um, but, you know, monkey's an offensive term in America that, you know, is used towards black people. I don't know necessarily that's a worldwide um, term. I, and I, I'll even go on a limb and say it's it's probably not. But however, you know, what I mean, it's it's visible in America. It's seen by American uh, consumers. Um, and, and an uproar came up about it. Um, I believe Keith told me over the weekend that the weekend, uh, the artist the weekend left his, uh, you know, he cut off his deal with H&M. Um, in, in response to it. LeBron James uh, spoke out about it. I think P. Diddy also spoke out about it. And, um, and, and then Keith, so I guess the question I was going to ask you after that statement, you just made, Keith, what the mother said. Are, so I'm assuming the mother and the model, they're not from America?
2: The model is Swedish. The, the little boy is Swedish. And his mom, I'm not mm. quite sure what where his mom is from.
0: Mm. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Completely understand that maybe that, that terminology or even that type of racism doesn't may not exist where they're from, um, but however, they you know you're a, a worldwide company, you know what I mean there should be levels to sort of thing, sort of a quality control, so to speak, and th- you know that should be something that I believe should get caught, and even you know I mean if, and, and and we don't got to crucify somebody if they didn't know, but the the fact that we do have to speak out about it because it'll happen again and again and again. Yeah, there's if, power if though.
1: There's definitely power in celebrity, you know what I mean like there's power.
2: Within. But can, but real quick, really I want to you know? I, I want to go back to the matter of of this racism thing because as far as H and M weeding it out, that would require them to have some not just a black person but an American actually reviewing that type of stuff or somebody intimately familiar with race relations in America. So I personally feel the. The backlash is warranted, but I feel like people should cut h H&M and a little bit of slack. I agree with that. I, I agree.
0: I'm a, a mistake. I mean, dude, there. I, I'll i even go out on a limb and say there are Ameri- if you had an American person as quality control for that, it still might slip through the cracks. It still might slip through if there was a black person there. Because they're like, oh, well, it's a kid. They're not thinking about it like that. You know what I mean? It, it could be along those lines. However i agree with keith we don't always have to like all right let's well now let's never shop at h&m again let's punish them for their their things. now their response to it was to take um they took it down off the website like they took the i think the hoodie is still up but the picture is it so the, the the black kid isn't wearing the, the hoodie anymore and it's still being sold overseas last i heard this was last week um they were still being sold how um so to that i think that maybe they might have to be like all right well you guys aren't quite getting the message so now you can do that but if they would if they're doing an effort in terms of to rectify the situation i think that the only thing that could come from it is education you know what i mean and and obviously you know boycotting something is the best way to get a message across but in something like this i think that would be counterproductive because then it's just going to happen again if 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 somehow through education through our protest through our backlash they can learn all right well that's terminology that we got to stay away from I think, you know, it nips it in the bud and everyone, you know what I mean, they take a little hit. Maybe, you know, their quarter sales might not be what they quite projected for it to be, but it, it doesn't happen again. We don't run the risk of it happening again. Yeah,
2: I, I think that outrage is on, on different levels with when it comes to race or it comes to um, sexism or um, feminism and all this different type of stuff. I think there should be some some type of understanding from the aggrieved uh, And this is going to sound kind of messed up, but I don't give a shit. Like, there has to be some kind of understanding from the (laughs) aggrieved to the, like, if there's an innocent ignorance to it, there has to be some kind of understanding. You know what I'm saying? Because as much as we accuse people of being ignorant, the quote-unquote woke people could just be just as ignorant. Because when you're quote-unquote woke, a lot of woke people pretend as if everybody's supposed to know what you know, you know what I'm saying? Cuz there's a lot of things that you don't mm-hmm. know that the other person knows. So understanding another culture, especially in this case, it's like when Stephen Adams from the Oklahoma City Thunder called the um yes. like the the guards on the court on the opposition's team. Steph and Steph Curry. It was Steph Curry. He's like, "Yeah, they call it thing the quick little yeah. monkeys?" Yeah, he's like he's like moving around like a fast little monkey. Yeah, fast little monkey. You know what I'm saying? So like and it it, we don't know that it's messed up, but it was a good teachable moment for him. So I'm glad that that story didn't drag on and people wasn't roasting him. You know what I'm oh, saying?
1: yeah, that's, a, that's the same thing like uh, with uh, Conor McGregor,
2: right? I think Conor McGregor meant to be racist. Yeah, Conor, Conor <laughs> McGregor, that <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Wait, what
1: did he say again?
0: What did he say? He's like, look at the little monkeys or something like that. Because um, he's referring to a scene in Rocky... Three, uh, which is I believe the one with with Mike with Mr. T. Uh, there's a scene in there where Rocky loses to him the first time. Then he goes and trains with Apollo Creed, but they kind of train in the hood, and it's like a, it's an all black gym. So when Rocky walks in, everybody looks at him, and kind of referred to that scene as the scene with all the monkeys
2: or something like that. Um, so I definitely think Conor knew what he was doing, and he, and uh, even if he didn't, he, kind of he was to trying to he was trying that. to be a offen- he was intentionally trying to be offensive, so calling yeah. somebody a quick and little he, monkey. He does that- a monkey? Have you ever seen yeah. a monkey? A monkey's athletic performance, nigga. That monkeys are strong. Monkeys are really fast. <laughs> <laughs> All them shits are in shape. I'm not saying it's right to call a, a black person so, so a it monkey. A, it was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, kid. It, yo, <laughs> if somebody said, "Yo, yo, Playboy, you faster than a greyhound, kid? It was crazy how you ran." <laughs> would, would you be offended Be like yo nigga I ain't no, Yo nigga I don't eat no kibble nigga You be like wow I'm What I would say though Is
0: In sports You ever see how like African American athletes are Always refer to Oh he's a beast Oh he's <laughs> He's an animal out there But the you know The white dude You know what I'm saying He's he's He knows how to, He's controlling In the right situations He knows how to think They never refer to uh, Aaron Rodgers as a beast Never <laughs> Never in my life Have I heard that Tom Brady Oh he's a beast but you know what I'm saying? You hear that about Cam Newton. You hear that about Marshawn Lynch, you know what I'm saying? So is it's, it's it's along those lines. It's like it, they, and in that time they, they do mean it to be complimentary. That's you know what I'm saying? That's true. I,
2: I agree. That is kinda kinda fucked up and, and kinda questionable. But to be fair, yeah. uh the whatchamacallit, um Marshawn Lynch calls himself Beast Mode, so Beast mode, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So it, it's it's two sides to everything, and 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 there's always gonna be in, in controversial situations. There's always gonna be maybe three sides of it. You know what I'm saying? The well, your side, my side, and the truth. And you even see that with the um, Aziz Ansari. Did I pronounce his name right? <laughs> Aziz and Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Situation. Is... Aziz, Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Damn,
2: nigga, you sound like a white school teacher on the first day of school, son. <laughs> nigga said, uh, as, is, uh, uh, as is, as, as is, <laughs> as is, answer, answer right uh, here. Anyone seen Aziz? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Whatever his name is, fuck shit. It, what, what was it uh, Tom Haverford or something like that from uh, Parks and Rec? That's what I know, nigga. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he, he's, uh, <laughs> he got himself, well, not even got himself in some trouble. He has the, uh, the accusation. Everyone seems to be going through the ringer right now in terms of these sexual harassment accusations. But his situation just seems like a date that kind of went weird. <laughs> it don't really seem like he sexually assaulted the young lady. I mean, uh, from from the report that I heard, uh, he went out on a date with a young lady. It, believe they went back to like his apartment, or, or or they went back somewhere, and kissing ensued. He put his he put her hand on his penis. <laughs> she get, tried to give so certain social cues. Is, to, is Niche you know laughing? I mean. that,
1: nah, cause this shit ain't funny.
0: Oh, uh, I didn't. Uh, I heard I heard something in the background. I didn't know what it was either. Um, <laughs> but um no it's, and then and then and then that, that was what I understood but then the next day she did relay that to him that she felt uncomfortable she didn't have a great time and I guess he apologized and he was like he didn't he didn't think it went like that he didn't think it was um the same type of vibe but it's it's like up for debate kind of because some people look at that as a regular date and some people you know if uh, obviously if, if the lady felt comfortable in any type of way no means no then you know what I mean it's it's, it's a um <clears throat> issue that needs to be addressed i um, I did see a reporter. I laughed oh, ahead, a little.
1: No, no I was going to say, no, nah, I ain't going to front. I laughed a little. You know what I mean? Just because if you know what he looks like, you guys got to make sure you Google Aziz. Like, when you Google him, you see what he looks like. For me, it's kind of hard because it sounded like Shorty was kind of like with it. Like me and Keith were saying, but not like what was we saying? Like not completely willingly,
2: but like she she wasn't enthusiastic about it. It was like, Man, yo, this like, makes sense because this is Aziz Ansari, the dude from Parks and Rec and, and Master of None. But then she was like, but it is Aziz, so I don't know about this.
0: <laughs> See, I can't I can't get that. That sounds too close to victim blaming that I can't really get behind that. But um, I know what you I know what you're saying though. I, I, I get along the same lines. I kind of like. Harvey Weinstein, when he got chicks, you know what I'm saying? Like, some certain chicks messed with him because he was Harvey Weinstein, you know what I mean?
1: But disclaimer, uh, disclaimer, like, I'm not... Yo, like, I respect everyone who comes out and and it's the the whole truth, you know what I'm saying? I respect people coming out being truthful, you know what I mean? And I'll support that. I'll support the truth, but I can't lie. Like, and I know anyone can do that shit, you know what I mean? Be on either side, but like, Aziz... Like like you said, I just can't like.
2: Oh no, he's a funny yeah. Guy, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. But just to too- just to take a a step back from this situation and look at this situation like in the context context of the whole world and what guys may be thinking and, and how they should conduct themselves on dates and with women and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of confusion. This the gray area is huge now, you know what I'm saying? And the thing about the gray area is that you don't get gray punishment for it. You get full on punishment as if you're completely exactly. in, in the in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? But now the gray area is so huge because a lot of guys might look at this and say, That just sounds like a bad date. It reminds me of that movie Super Bad. There was a line in it where um The fat dude, I can't remember his name, but the fat dude told the skinny homeboy, "Like, yo, we gotta hit this party. You know how a lot of girls like they have that one dude that they regret having done it with. That could be us, yo. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) at the time the movie came out, I was I totally related to that shit. I was like, yo, that's my entire life. I'm like, yo, I just go to parties and hope I'm that mistake. Yeah." It's
0: a very, a very dangerous way way to look at the dating world, but it's it, it's a lot. I'm sure a lot of dudes out there wanting, you know, what I mean, keep just honest with it. But there's a lot of dudes out there that, that the same way. Yeah,
2: to make a, um, but to make a distinction though, I didn't do it in no snaky way. It was just kind of like, if I'm if I'm if I'm extra charismatic on a particular make a I, mistake anyway. Yeah. Well, no, not <laughs> a mistake. I'm mistake not anyway. saying might as well be you. <laughs> 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 yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> now it's, is, I think it's dangerous though, because now
0: it's reached a point where pe- where men are being punished. Before, I f- is there a full? In- I, I'm not gonna say there's not a full investigation go, but do we even know if there's a full investigation in some of these situations? Do we even know? You know, what I'm saying that all the accusations are are, are true, but the punishment has come, it's like it comes before they even the trial even comes. You know what I mean? I've known dudes that lost their jobs, and I'm like, what did she say to prove any of this? You know what I'm saying? What does she show? Uh, he's not admitting to it, so what... It, but but it, it, I feel like it, it's reaching a point where it could be used as a weapon, and that's dangerous.
2: Well, it is being used as a weapon. The question is, is it for good or is it for the bad? Yo.
0: Condoleez- Condoleezza Rice um, did an interview, and she was like, I don't want it to reach a point where men are just going to be like, well, maybe the situation would be... Um, a lot simpler if we just have no women around.
2: Exactly. And she went on and, to say, Conalingus Rice, she went on to say that she doesn't <laughs> want, she doesn't want women to become like snowflakes in these situations as if like, they're just these delicate things that are to be protected and put into a padded box. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, kind br- of
1: that brings up a lot. Huh? What did you say? No no, you say no, no, I was just saying like, that. that brings up, a floodgate of other things man it's, it's just It's crazy man Like the way You know like Females have to wear Themselves a certain way To be seen a certain way You know what I mean Like
2: What do you mean
0: I think I think males are in A a, a difficult situation Also Um I'll, I'll give y'all an example of what happened with me Today at the Chinese At the Chinese spot right Um I'm getting Chinese food And the girl behind the counter Is wearing a, a illinois university shirt and it's like 2014 i think is the year it says on it so i was i asked i was like oh did you go to that school and i i i could be wrong because i was like I, I dj i you know what i'm saying my ears a little funny i think she said i'm still in high school but or or she said i'm still no i still go to school but i didn't i didn't question what she said i just know she said no her the initial thing was no and then i was like i thought about it i was like with the whole I'm still in high school thing. If somebody walked in right now, they might think I was trying to holler at her or something stupid like that, you know what I'm saying? But it it's it it, it just shows how like delicate conversation could be, you know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that one person's sexual harassment could be another person's friendly conversation, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's just like it, you, you it, it's 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 there's no rules to it. There's no like, all right, well I said this to her at a bar, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean, I also know I also work with her, so I could say say it to her at the bar, but I can't say it to her about a copy machine. Uh, The answer is no, you can't say it to her, but not everybody knows
2: that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you think about, like, the, the Duke lacrosse player stuff and how accusations could really torpedo someone, and there's a possibility that is false. Like, it took that case to be on television and in the criminal courts for them to investigate it thoroughly and really see who's at fault or who's not. If you're not familiar with the Duke Lacrosse case um, uh, they hired a, a dancer I believe to come to their, their frat house or team house or whatever and at the end of the night I think she got wasted and I'm not sure exactly what happened but basically, basically she accused them of raping her. But when they did the entire investigation they found that it was a false story but for months and months these kids and they were kids; these college kids. They were really dragged through the shit. You know, what I'm saying their reputation, rap on their reputation, rap on the on the money for legal fees, a rap on. It's just, it was just, it was just horrible for them, and it was all off of a um, like a sexual assault a- accusation. One
0: of the dopest things they said at the end. There's a thirty for thirty about it, and one of the dopest things they say at the end of that is like, he's like, because because I think for the first time those kids felt like I guess what young black men feel like in this country being targeted because they wanted to take those kids down they definitely there was no dna in fact they found a lot of other people's dna on that young lady that weren't those young men you know what i mean and they still wanted to like have them take the rap for it and it's just like he said it was like um i can imagine this goes a lot of people in this country that go through that we just had the resources to actually take it to this level you know, what I mean, as as you know, what I mean, students coming from from some type of money or something like that. But you know, what I mean, imagine people who don't and just have to go down for stuff that they didn't do. You know, what I mean, or or, or just get d- derailed from accusations. Everyone doesn't get the Matt Lauer payout when it, when they get a sexual harassment charge at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like everyone don't get the Bill O'Reilly treatment. So it's just like it, it really destroying lives, destroying. People have families, you know. what I'm saying people got to go home and tell their wives. I know a dude that worked at the NFL Network. You got three kids and a, and a wife, and he was accused of sexual. Like, what type of conversations do you have after that? You know what I mean? Word. Nobody really even thinks about that. And, and other than the money, that's affected. How, what do you talk? What do you tell your daughter? You know, what I'm saying when you're being accused of, of saying certain things, it's like, and you know you didn't do
2: it, or, or or maybe you did do it, and 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 now you have to come to terms with it. But and then beyond, and then beyond that, how do you defend yourself? The words that you would say sound worse than the accusation, so you have to just say sorry and do the whole the the cookie cutter yep. speech of i i relate to women or i got a daughter or, i got a mother uh never hurt women mm-hmm. i want them to speak up want their voices heard all that stuff same thing james franco said same thing aziz said i'm not sure if matt mm-hmm. lauer released a statement but basically all the same things similar things that they said harvey weinstein is like yo, i'm seeking treatment all this stuff but i'm as you mentioned matt lauer harvey. if if matt lauer is innocent in this case what does he say what because the facts are out there you don't you can't you can't win
0: yeah because because you're gonna it's gonna sound like slut shaming it's gonna be like oh well she flirted with everyone in the office or or she she did this wasn't this was consent you know what I'm Even saying? worse than that you, you don't
2: immediately you don't gotta get into the precedent of like oh she dresses a certain way or she slept, sleeps with people in the office you would have to get into what happened that day Imagine what Matt Lauer says. Yeah. Will I call it to my office and everyone knows I have a button on my desk that closes the door. So I closed it. I thought it was polite. And we've done this before. Start, like something <laughs> like that. And then I can't even go any further because it's just gonna sound wacky. <laughs> then she fell asleep or she got she passed out. I thought she had, you know, whatever. I don't you know what I'm saying? Like you can't explain it.
0: Yeah. Aziz Aziz was able to explain
2: situations. it because it was it sounded like a date that was when they got to the sex, it was a little awkward but awkward, yeah. more or less awkward anything
0: to like anything to refute though the accuser's statement is going to back going to sound like you're, you know what i mean like you're slut shaming her or anything like that because she obviously had a problem with what you're saying and it's just like you're right you, uh warren Sapp came out and he was accused of something and his his defense was sounded ridiculous it's like stop talking like you don't have any friends that are, that can tell you hey you probably shut the fuck up right now right. you sound crazy because it's just like you could be 100% right, but you're going to sound ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's, it's 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 certain things, too, why it could be used as a weapon, because Louis C.K. with the masturbation thing, there's a shame to that. You know what I'm saying? A shame attached to that. He don't want to have conversations about masturbation. He, If it's comedy, he don't mind doing that. He don't mind doing a stand-up about it, but he don't want to talk about himself whacking off in front of other. You know what I'm saying? He want to brush that under the rug and move on. So there's just like a shame element that comes with the sex thing that – Oh, oh, Matt, like, Matt Lauer didn't have a problem having sex in his office, but I'm sure he has a problem talking about having sex in his office. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it's, there's a shame factor that, that this country throws on top of sex anyway, so yeah, it's just, like, it's automatically general. gonna... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we brought that, you know, we brought that up on, on on previous episodes last season, just how you have to be, have open conversations like that, or it's it's gonna limit people, it's gonna... It, it even limits the way that people teach their children about how to, have, how to talk about sex and how to deal with situations. Yo,
1: did your parents, like day or your
0: mom or your dad did they oh, talk no. to you about hell it no. or hell like how did that shit go for you hell no i learned it
2: from the streets <laughs> <laughs> literally yo. this thing was on church avenue just, <laughs> just asking, asking questions just walking it walking in and in. out of barber shops just asking for advice <laughs> Like yo who is this kid man this thing is an orphan <laughs> Nah, I, I think
0: it w- it would have been super awkward just because of the way my relationship was with my parents. But it, it kind of generally like I brought you know what I had girlfriends and stuff like that. And then I think they just kind of got the the message that I I understood what was going on. <laughs> but it, they never it, it was more along the lines that don't get a girl pregnant, don't you know what I mean don't catch any diseases or anything like more so get a girl pregnant though because they don't want a bill, they did not want to be <laughs> like a baby running around the house. So. Yeah, well
2: I my, my fam my parents like. Many Caribbean families, especially the men, don't really communicate on a very deep or emotional level. So for me, I didn't really get that birds and bees talk. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a it's an emotional talk, not emotional in the sense of crying or whatever, but it's emotional in the sense of it. Sex means something, especially your first time, so or your first few times. So first few. Yeah, so I, just like Playboy, I learned in them streets, man. I was in, in corner stores just bothering the niggas behind the counter, like yo <laughs> sir. We we was picking up the ma the magazines that were in the back row. Yeah, they were all the way in the oh, back. Is jugs. <laughs> <laughs> the jug with the pla- black plastic over it. The black plastic that blocked Sorry. off the whole magazine, but the only clear plastic was by where the title was, just so you could see the title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about what about you, Niche? Was it a conversation uh, with you, or you just...
1: Honestly? Nah, like, you know, the way... I never forget... I remember I said this one time, I think, on a, on a different podcast. <laughs> Ooh, on last season. We could say that. On our, on our premiere season. <laughs> Two
0: years hey, up in this bitch.
1: Hey, but not...
0: Nah,
2: yeah.
1: But yeah, nah, my own brother, he had, like, inside of a VHS tape. Uh, it was...
2: I forgot what <laughs> I it was. you told us this story.
1: <laughs> you remember it, right?
2: Yeah, I remember you
0: when told you us mentioned it. a wild porno story. Wait, what happened? It was a wild porn or something like that? Yeah, it was porn. I forgot what it
1: originally was. I don't know, like, if it was a movie or what. It was in the
0: wrong case or something like that, or the wrong wrong video or something, yeah. I I put that shit in. (laughs) Power Rangers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, there was some real Ranger power up in there, but,
2: yeah, the
1: shit got, got... It got real nasty, but I was watching it, and then, I never forget, I just kept watching it over and over, and then, like, me and my cousins was talking about shit, and then, you know, he just... Like you said, you ask questions, you ear hustle, and figure it out. Like, my mom's never came to me or said anything about any of that shit.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's. I don't even, I can't even say if I have a sister, I don't, I can't say that they had the conversation with her either. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But it's, I, I would, I have a daughter. I would feel like I'd want to make sure that she's educated, but hopefully, like, I'm married or her mom <laughs> could do it, and I don't have to have that awkward conversation with so, her. But so
1: let's practice now. Like, what would you, if, if Mercy was old enough right now, you know what I mean, and whatever age that is for you, and she wanted some information.
0: 22? Yeah. <laughs> um. Now nah, I don't, I couldn't, I, it, it would depend on the maturity level.
2: Well, okay, I well, think in school, like in that. Let me, let me set forth, school. We put forth a scenario. Like, what if, what if, let's say she's 12, 13 preteen years, like you've now entered in teenage years. In particular, what would you say about, um, Sexual assault Or, or sexual harassment oh, Or recognizing it Or preventing it What would you say about that To, oh, to your daughter
0: That, that I think that it, Yeah That would be an early conversation I think that's even like Maybe even elementary school Because Little boys You know what I mean Like I, I was a little boy That used to just grab girls You know what I'm saying So I had to Someone had to pull me aside And be like Yo just, you can't do this Like you know what I mean So you gotta let people know about I think Early from elementary school, she got to know about personal space. You don't want someone to touch you. You don't want someone to be in around your personal space. You let them know that right away. You know what I mean? You don't play around with that. If you got to kick and punch them and let them know that you serious, then you got to let them know. Um, Dating is a little trickier because I think there's a a balance. And when she's in like junior high school and high school, I kind of want her to focus more on school. Because you see these girls just get caught up over boys. And it's like, I'm like, yo, four years later, you probably don't even remember this little boy's name that, you, that she was running after and, and all messed up in the head about. So it's like, if, if I could get her to think, I guess, not caught up in the in the teenage years and time to think about what the next step would be. So more so focus on getting an education, getting the right credentials. So when she is ready to decide on a job type of thing, her, her focus is to be there. But, I mean, it, it's very likely that, you know what I mean, she could be a smart kid and still want to date. So it's... it's um. I think you scare the shit out of her about getting pregnant or getting a disease, and then <laughs> hopefully that keeps on the, on the right path. He went from sh-
1: straight to, like, pregnant and disease. Like.
0: So <laughs> <he's a laughs> you got to go it. with that stuff. Yeah, because I can't go with the fun stuff. I can't be like, yeah, hey, this shit is dope. <laughs> like it's, it's a good old time, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, you got to kind of, like, because kids will be un- ir- ir- irresponsible with it, you know what I'm saying? So I think if you make it a scary thing, you don't necessarily have to – Make it an evil thing and be like oh well if you do this you're going to hell i don't operate like that but um there are there's serious risks that adults deal with from having sex we had an episode about usher you know what i'm saying last episode last uh, season so it's just like adults gotta go through some of this stuff i wouldn't want you as a kid to make certain mistakes and then have something that's gonna affect you for the rest of your life so i would go the more so that route pregnancy disease death you know what i mean and and there's just Wait, there's more stuff that can happen if you wait You know what I mean, you're you're gonna be more at a more mature age And make better decisions If something does go wrong
2: Yeah man, caught something on the Usher tour the-, the Usher tour had to let it burn
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean it's, These kids is out here Like, it, it's um But but you know what I'm saying, who knows Like I, I'm sure there's a lot of fathers that when their kids are born They're like, yeah, I'm gonna have this talk and that talk And then the times just come along And you're like, hey, it's easier for me not to talk about this so hopefully, it's, you know, that's not the route I take. But Yeah, so it's
2: always easier not to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, communication is hard, especially if you didn't grow up communicating. Like, for me, I didn't grow up communicating effectively. Like, I learned a lot of my effective communication as an adult. So a lot of times now, like in marriage or at work or, or wherever, when I have to communicate, it's like... It's like a muscle, you know what I'm saying? Like, And after I, I'm doing it for like a whole day, like I, like how you feel your muscles burning after you do a few curls, like that's almost how I feel like mentally when I'm communicating because I'm going through these steps in my head when I'm communicating and making sure I'm checking all the right boxes. You know, one day it'll become natural, but because I didn't do it from four, you know, three, four years old, I'm learning now. I do it okay. Yeah, I do it pretty it right well, tight. but I, I didn't get that... That nat like natural thing going yet. My muscle's not diesel yet, but I'm still doing good.
1: No, I understand that part too. Well, I can relate. Really...
0: Yeah. Before we uh before we wrap everything up, cause you know what I'm saying we almost got the first episode of season two all done, but I, but like we, we started the episode off talking about 2018. It's a new year. Um, I'll, maybe we could go around the room and just talk about basically what our goals are for this year. I don't know if you guys make them at the beginning of the year or make them throughout the year as you go, but um. I know for myself, I, I, I alluded to this earlier, but I definitely got a lot of workout goals that I think I want to obtain um, this year and just get back in there. Whether whether the, the number on the scale changes or the look in the mirror changes, just make sure that I'm getting that exercise to keep the blood flowing and, and you know what I'm saying, my heart beating on an important level, at, at a basic level, but you know what I mean? I do have body goals that I want to achieve this year. Um, I definitely want to see this podcast grow and, um, you know I mean, hit a lot more ears you know what I mean, in 2018, and just, I I, I think, bigger than anything, you know what I mean, be a, be a good father, it, it's a learning process, to get better at it, make it become more of a, a routine, I guess, or, or just more of a second nature type of thing. Um, but I'll, I'll, let y'all, I'll let y'all speak, I don't know if y'all thought about it, but if you have any goals for the, this upcoming year. Yeah,
2: uh, well, I don't like making, I, I don't know if you're asking about resolutions or whatever, but I don't like making resolutions because I never keep them. So, for that reason, I started working out. And when I got back from my honeymoon in the end of October, so I started working out. Well, honestly, part of it because I was just looking wild on vacation. You know, them joints where you look at the pictures, you'd be like, yo, that's me, yo. (laughs) I was out there. Keep going. Never look at those pictures ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't ever show me them shit. I'm taking
1: another vacation, wild, quick. (laughs)
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, so I, I had some breasts or whatever, so I started working out from there. <laughs> so I tried to. You saw my calendar. said, <laughs> like you had to Photoshop that out, though. <laughs> had to Photoshop my titties out, man. I photoshopped the Brazil onto them shits, but yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to, to pick that up because you see my calendar, but that calendar is not like a new thing just for that. So that calendar, I started doing it when I ran the marathon. It was the only thing that could, that could make me stick to my workout plan because for the marathon, if you, you can't really slack, you know what I'm saying? I had for 16 solid weeks, I had to make sure I, I worked out. I was vacationing. I had to make sure I, I ran my miles on vacation. But anyway, so working out, I want to make sure I carry through with the working out. And then also I want to read at least one book a month, hopefully, I could get to about 14 books by the end of the year. So that's the closest thing I have to a resolution. That's a good, goal. that's good, though. That's a good yeah. little goal to have. You
1: got, yeah, you got a Um, the one word consistency, uh, put this year putting out consistent content. Uh, I want, um, just to continue to be consistent with. The uh, you know, the podcast. Like I just got goals. Like Keith, I do, I do mine per quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like with my planning and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I'm just excited for for everything that's happening this year, man. There's a lot of dope things happening. A lot of things uh, uh, moving and coming together. And I'm excited to see where everything is headed. So yeah, I'm just putting on my seatbelt and speeding up a little bit. Word, I got tickets too. I gotta handle tickets. So.
0: You got Parking tickets and shit, yeah, got man. Of? I got, I got yeah, hit yeah. with two, I just took,
1: two speeding tickets, man.
0: I just took care of a little, uh, I had an inspection one I had to take care of. But them shits, yeah, take care of them. Don't get caught out there. Yeah, definitely. so definitely. Because that, that actually, the one I forgot to mention, and you know I mean, I like to say these things out loud, put them in the universe, but I definitely um, forgot to mention I want to save more money this year than I've ever saved before, you know what I mean, and just watch that stash grow. Oh so, man. Um, and paying them tickets did not help. Word. <laughs> with that, at least we get started. Get started on them now. Nah, but uh, but that's episode one, y'all. We back. Well, not episode one, episode eighteen actually. But it's new season, episode one of the new season. So we getting into it, man. Um, niche. Let them know where they could find you at on social media.
1: Um, you can find me at Ayo Niche at A Y O N I S H. Snapchat is P O W A Y. I'm P O W A Y O N I S H. So it's just pal Ayo Niche. Um. Yeah, holla at me. Instagram, all that. Uh, I'm just I'm just here living. And you can catch me with these guys too.
0: Cow. Well, hold on. I don't know if you heard. You know the boy Keith got a little Instagram shit popping
2: right. now, too. Oh yeah, man. I had to come out of the no shadows. More. I had to come out of the right. shadows. No yo. more snail mail. No <laughs> more snail mail. I'll send a niggas postcards. But now I'm now I'm on Instagram. Tell him, you can catch me at me. Tell them where they can find you at Keith. You can catch me on at Instagram at me. And my underscore thirty five. That's M E A N D underscore thirty five at Instagram. Wait, time we out. Did I spell you that right? I this shit now. M E A N D M Y underscore thirty five. M E A N D M Y <laughs> underscore thirty five. Really? Nigga, you yeah, check. It. I mean, you can find them also on on, um,
0: on our Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. I'm sure you know. What I mean, there'll be. He'll be tagged in a lot of pictures and everything like that. You know, what I mean you can find me at PlickaPeezy on Instagram, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, DJ Playboy on Twitter. Check me out, man. I'm out here. Shout out to my man Mr. Yellow, too. He's a big supporter of the podcast. Huge fan of the show. Um, those comments on there. Shout out to South. So shout out to Mr. Yellow. We see you. Um, shout out to the whole entire Money Talks ENT. Uh the homeboy DJ show. DJ Sunkiss faded G. It's perfect touching myself. Yeah. it's a new year, y'all. We back at it. So get used to this. We back in your ear hole every week. Say goodbye to the people, y'all.
2: Peace, Peace y'all. And love. Peace. <laughs>